Welcome back for another week of Siblings Unhinged, guys. Unfortunately, we are with Virginia today. How you doing? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unfortunately. What I mean, I would say, what would this what would this podcast be without you? But I mean, would it be better? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just playing. I'm just kidding. Totally random. I had to bring this up right off the bat before I forgot. You know when you go to the airport and you know you check your bag whatever if you have a check bag and you're going through security so it's the same thing every time like you go up mm-hmm. you t- take your laptops out of your bag you take all your stuff out of your pockets you take right. off your jackets it's the same thing every time i know that people are not going through the first time like the chances of every bozo that's standing in line not knowing what they're doing i went through the airport the other day and oh oh my goodness i'm like i'm a machine dude like i walk up i'm already done it's like i walk up it's all there boom ready to go done and uh i remember and it's funny too because then when it gets to the end oh my goodness like people they are like i don't know what to do with my bag i'm like grab your crap go walk over to a table and put your stuff on out of everybody's way they're not like tables they're benches there, there's random in different airports. Sometimes they have like little tables and benches, but it's like, oh, okay. if you're not quick, you just grab your tote, go to a different spot. I don't even have to do that anymore. And luckily when I went, like there was no one in line right on my side and I went through and I, it was like, I grabbed my shoes, slipped them on and grabbed my stuff. I didn't put it on. I wasn't putting my watch on in line. So no one else can do it. That drives me crazy. That's, it's not hard. It's not hard. It's a pet peeve of yours. Dude, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, and every then, time you take off your shoes, you take everything out of your pockets, you take off your jackets, electronics, food, I know. snacks, and people whatever, like, oh, out of your bag. I had a water bottle in my bag. Like, how did I forget? It's like, what? Okay, but honestly, though, I have genuinely forgotten because i will like have a water bottle yep. filled with water on the way to the airport you're one of those you're one of those people no. and you're like oh how that get in no. there no not no no but those moments happen where you're just the chaos of traveling and then you forget that you packed a pocket knife or your multi-tool or something like this last week seth my husband had to fly somewhere for work and he almost he had a big can of shaving cream, his razor, his like normal thing of toothpaste, his multi-tool. Like he just packed everything normally. And no. luckily, right before he's like, wait a minute, this is a carry-on. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. He said, I can't have this stuff. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he noticed it before. We went. But just sometimes you're like, you're, you're just throwing everything that you typically use in there and you forget you just it just happens okay Mm -hmm. and some people get really stressed with traveling but i agree it's super irritating i have been that person though where i am in line and i'm like can you please just grab your stuff and move like get out of the way so i can grab my bag like get out of the way so i can grab my bag. they're like putting on lipstick i'm like what are you doing just grab your stuff and go dude all i mean half the time I just grab it all and just go to my gate. Like, I don't even bother until I'm at the gate. I'm just like, I'm just going to carry my bag weird and, you know, walk with my shoes in my hand. Mm-hmm. I put my shoes on. But, yeah. Was, oh, my goodness. Because if you didn't, I, that'd be gross. I remember one time mom, she, she had the bag of uh, vitamin C powder. 
which is really <gasps> like oh, it yeah, looks like cocaine, like like yes. it's white powder cocaine. Yeah, and I just remember that that was so funny because I I, the person, I feel like, like I remember it out fo- and was like yeah like big eyes looking all around you know they did the, the they didn't do this but they do a little test you know put their pinky in like rub it on the inside of their lip they're like yeah that's good stuff <laughs> <laughs> whatever no the one time um i uh i've had so many embarrassing experiences in the airport so many times um oh because like pulling out bras or something yeah underwear yes because i had Why is that embarrassing just- just because it's those are personal items okay i had stuffed everything in a backpack and um i don't i hadn't taken one of like a charger out or something right because this is one time when i was coming home from college and you know everything was just kind of stuffed in there and and Mm -hmm. then they or i was flagged for just sometimes they do the tests anyway so they swabbed the bag but on top there was a bunch of underwear and it was just so and i this is when i still traveled with my stuffed animal my little stuffed like leopard cheetah your leopard yeah my leopard spot (laughs) and so they open this up and there's you know women underwear and a stuffed animal and i'm like yeah you know it's my travel buddy. Can't go anywhere without him. Like, it's just embarrassing. Name this, name this movie. Um, I'm wearing women's underwear. Oh, it's familiar, but I can't. It does. It's not. It's not coming. I'll be honest. I probably couldn't give you another quote from the movie just because I don't know which one exactly. But it's the. I think it's Shrek Two when Pinocchio. They're like. They're trapped somewhere, oh, and they're like, "Tell right, a lie!" Right, right, right. And he's like, "Like what? <laughs> say I'm say I'm wearing women's women's underwear." He's like, "I'm wearing women's I'm underwear. Wearing underwear." And then his nose doesn't grow. His nose doesn't grow. <laughs> he's not and lying. Like, Are you wearing women's underwear? No. His nose grows. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. No, yeah, I I get it. I uh, I love those videos. Typically, they're staged in the sense of the person who packed it did it on purpose. And there's ones where like they open it. And so there's videos where people travel and they'll purposely pack something silly like like a dildo or something. And oh, then they right. videotape it and the guy will open it. And it's so funny to see the TSA agent. It's funnier when it's a guy doing it because mm-hmm. he gets super embarrassed like opening it. Whereas the like if it's a female TSA agent, they're just kind of like, oh, my, you're fun, you know. And uh, so I didn't realize this. I, I saw this. I saw this TikTok the other day where this woman was saying that she – I don't remember what country she was going to. I feel like it was. Um, it doesn't matter. One of the one of the Asian countries. So it was. It was. I don't think it was Korea, or Japan, but I don't remember. China, I don't, Taiwan. No, it wasn't China. Thailand. It was, yeah. Well, it was. It was one of those. I cannot remember which one. Um, and she said she got flagged. You know, and her they were the TSA agent was asking her questions. Um, and this is once, I think once she got there, no, cause it had to have been beforehand or she was going through customs anyway. And the agent kept asking her, are there any battery powered things in here? She's like, Oh no, no. Like the, everything, like I swear, like everything is like appropriate, like what I packed everything according to the rules, blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't have anything mm. wrong in here. And the agent was like, do you have anything battery powered? Oh, and eventually gosh. she's like, oh, 
um, yeah, yes. And it was, it's illegal. I don't know. It's one of those countries. It is illegal to like bring vibrators to that country. Shut up. No, no, no. Like they're illegal. Like you can't shut have up. them. I mean, obviously people have them, but like she's going what? to customs. So they flagged them. And so she's like, am I going to go to jail? They're like, no, you're not going to go to jail. But she's like, but just, just so you know, people like don't try to fly to this country and take your, you know, special I, fun time tool with you because I, it's, um, it's not allowed. Wow. It makes me wonder if it's the battery that was the the big no-no in the sense of like, oh, no, lithium-ion batteries or whatever, or if it was the – No, no. It was yeah. de- it was the what, object. What are, you in, what are you in for? Yeah, got busted smuggling vibrators. <laughs> like, oh, darn. Yeah, that's like 10 to 20 right there. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. No, and the other time like, – that I got stuck up in the line. Because you just hate to get stuck up in the line. It just It's the worst when you're traveling and they flag your stuff. Especially Have if you- you're running late and you're worried you're not going to make it. When I was coming home from my mission, I one of my carry-on or my carry-on, I had put all my books in because I had amassed a bunch of books. And they were really heavy. And I just had a lot of stuff. And so in order to make sure that my baggage was under the weight limit, I put all my books in my carry-on, so it was heavy. But apparently their x-rays or whatever, the type of x-ray they use, can't really see through uh, books and paper books when very they're well. S- very well. And so he had to go through, he took out every single book and had to flip and through like, all <gasps> of the pages and open every single book. And I'm standing there and all the other missionaries are like, uh, you know, like we got to go to our gates. Like, sorry, good luck. Hope you make your flight. Bye. Wow. And I was like, oh, no. And, um, but it was fine. I ended up, you know, making it. It was, yeah. I remember John Michael uh, had his, or John Michael on his mission or on the way back. He he had a a thing of suitcase so stuffed full. I can't remember. I think it was it his carry on, but I remember they anyway. I don't think it was it got opened and they had to just they couldn't get it shut and they just taped it. Do you remember? Really? Yeah, they taped all the way around it and just like taped it together because they couldn't shut it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Basically, because he had folded. If you, I remember, Jamaica would like roll things very very tightly. So once they pop open, it's like you need to take each item out and roll it really and tight. Roll it, yeah, yeah, mm. and uh, yeah, that's so funny. I just think there's so many, so many times. I mean, I've I've flown a lot. I mean, I know there's plenty of people that have traveled a lot, but I mean, in the last few years, I've flown a lot, and uh, oh man, I remember going out to California the one time. And I didn't have a job, so I was trying to save money. So I flew Frontier. Oh my gosh, this is the okay. Best. Listen, if <laughs> Southwest, Delta, anybody, someone sponsor us, okay? We will. I will bag Frontier all day, all day. <laughs> listen, I spent, and I'm gonna make up the prices here, but it was like I bought um, a round trip ticket for two hundred dollars, right? to LA from St. Louis. Now it's Frontier and Frontier, they don't have as long of flights sometimes. So they Denver's a big hub and they also do Vegas, but Denver's a big one. So the first flight was, I would fly from St. Louis to Las Vegas and then uh, Las Vegas to, to LA. And then the flight back was LA to Denver and Denver to St. Louis. Right, well, makes total sense. to get 
yeah, to get the cheapest ticket, I remember, you know, tickets used to be a couple hundred bucks, you know, each way easily, right? You know, back in, back before COVID, right? I mean, now tickets are cheaper. They used to be super cheap, but, uh, I remember I it was like, like $200. Not cheap. No, they've definitely gone back up. No, like, no, no. A I, lot. I know they've gone back up, but I still feel like they're not as much as they were. I, I, I well, feel like you they, must be looking at different flights because they are a lot. No, because no. Because like I know. all the all the pilots I, hold, and people who like aren't working anymore. Li- listen, and, I'm saying like seven wrong. years ago, I feel like I remember. For example, seven years ago, you were a child. Shh, shut up, little kid. Uh, <laughs> Dad and I flew to LA for my senior trip uh, to go surfing and stuff in 2018, and I paid for the tickets, and it was seven hundred and like forty-seven. Pay for the tickets for your senior trip. Now listen, it was my second senior trip. That that's why. So that okay. Just li- you know what? Hold, shut I up. have a bone to up. pick with mom and dad about this. I did not get re- a like re- senior re- trip that was all or like like. What do you mean? Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me tell this real quick, and then you tell me what your senior trip was. So okay, jo- uh, Josh, Nathan, and I and Dad went to right, Arkansas. For the boat trip, and and he paid for everything, and that's what we did. That was my right. senior trip. But then I had a ticket left. I say I paid for it. I had gotten a voucher for $800 because I – if you remember that one time we were flying home all together as a family. And you I, guys mom and chose I, to stay behind. Mom and I chose to stay. Chose to stay. We got $800 vouchers. Uh, which is huge. So we got 800 bucks each for ticket vouchers. So I paid for the tickets with that. Needless to say, we just kind of had it, made the trip out of it. Dad wanted to see Jim Michael, so did I. So that's why. But um, regardless, it was like 800 bucks. Whereas right now, I just flew. Now, I guess uh, that was expensive. Oh, but it was just, yeah, it was recent. I don't know. I just remember. Are you going to finish your Frontier story? Come again? The Frontier story. Are you going to finish it? Oh, sorry. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. See, <laughs> stop giving me sidetracked, Virginia. So listen, I'm flying. It was the frontier. It was the West. Okay, so $200 round trip, right? 100 bucks each way. Well, for those of you who don't freaking know, you have to pay for a carry-on. And I believe it's $35 or $40 for a carry-on if you buy it before 24 hours of the trip. Um, and a, and a below deck one or whatever that's called, a check bag is, yeah, is $50, right? So I was like, well, I'll just do a carry on, just do a light bag. Well, so I do that. Cool. Cool beans. So now I'm up to $270 because I paid for it both ways, right? So I do that. Well, my layover in Las Vegas was nine hours. So I landed there in the evening. I spent the night in the airport in Las Vegas. Spent? You know, I was too young to gamble. So um, I spent the right. night in Las Vegas and then I flew to LA. You know, it's exhausted, whatever. I do trips like these all the time. It's what I do. It's what I do. I don't know what accent that was. Um, it's like a French Russian <laughs> accent. Uh, <laughs> but I then, that video. <laughs> flying back, I fly, you know, a two hour flight to Denver from LA and I had an eight. 18 hour layover. Now, 18 hours. A full y- day, basically. A day. Yes. Yes. You know what? 
I could be tripping here, but I actually may have had to fly from St. Louis to Denver to LA, or I'm sorry, from St. Louis to Denver to Las Vegas to LA, because I remember the first trip was like, all I remember, it was 43 hours. That's what I remember. The total trip was 43 hours there back. Yeah, get to the point. Yeah, regardless. I spent 43 hours traveling. I could have driven there and back faster. And then (laughs) get this crap. Oh my God. By the time. And you did it to save a little bit of money. But like the time, it just wasn't worth it. Not worth it. I could have, you you know, picked some of Southwest or Delta, American Airlines, something. Listen, listen, listen. Like straight through flight or something. Didn't know. I didn't know. And yeah, that sucked. Uh, Then I paid for a gentleman's carry-on bag at the gate because he looked homeless. He was crying. He didn't, he, he had two bags. They wouldn't let him take them both. And he just started throwing stuff in the trash because he just couldn't take it. And oh, I told what? him, I said, I'll pay for your bag. And it was like $90 or $100 at the gate. So I paid for his bag. Wow. Because like you, you only get the $30 price if you do it beforehand. Yeah. Like and within 24 hours, it's like 75 bucks oh, or something. My gosh. And then How at the gate. How that? It's stupid. And the thing that I hate is like, if you're a businessman, Frontier might be great for you because you might only travel with a briefcase because you're doing like a flight in the morning meeting and come back. I get that. Uh-huh. That makes total sense. Um, but any other way is total baloney. Mind you, the plane was terrible. I don't think they had freaking Wi-Fi. It was just trash. It was just trash. I don't think they had free food. Anyway, this is so a Frontier haters account. <laughs> yes, I'm going to start that. So I'm in for the trip at like 300 and uh 60 bucks now basically a round trip on southwest was 300 so i spent 60 more dollars and i spent an additional i probably would have been able to fly and it was direct flights so less than 10 hours of flight time it's like eight hours of flight time so i would have cut the trip down by 34 hours and saved 60 bucks Wow. That, I mean, that is, that one takes the cake. Like that was pretty. Dude. When dad told me how that ended for you, I thought that was pretty hilarious. I was like, well, I guess Wesley will never be a penny pincher again. (laughs) Well, listen, you know, and it was a good experience. Like I, you know, it's not like I obviously was very upsetting, but you know, it was fun. I figured it out and, and, uh, played a lot of games, watched a lot of movies in the meantime, you know, (laughs) just chilling at the airport. Oh, you know what else sucked? The USO at Denver. What does USO stand for? United States. I don't know. But USO know. is the is basically uh, bigger um, airports or airports near military bases will have USOs for military personnel and or their family where you can go and stay. They have food. They have drinks. They have rooms. Like it's just a it's a nice thing and for beds. travel. And uh, oh man, I remember. You know, we'd go to those all the time. But um, I went to it. Uh, in in Denver, but it closed at like seven or eight. So I was there for probably five six hours, and then I had to leave and spend the night because they they're not it an just overnight. Doesn't make sense why they wouldn't let like why not overnight? Like isn't they're that not the an point? they're they are an overnight USO, um, which is silly. Some are St. Louis gotcha. is Arizona yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Typically ones that are really close to a base. I don't think there's a base near Denver, but Denver's just a big airport, so they have one. Um, and uh, But yeah, I just remember I had to leave, which sucked, but I stocked up on food because they like they gave me a bunch of food and stuff. The, lady, yeah. the, the people at the USO are always so nice. 
uh, it's like you check in at the USO, especially in St. Louis. You go in, you check in, you know, you prove you're in the military, your family, your parents are or whatever. Yeah, you show your ID. And and it's like a 30-minute process between you getting there to you like finally getting to sit down because you talk to the guy for five minutes and then he's like, well, let's check your bag. And then you bring your bag to the back and he's writing the ticket, but he stops like every number to say something. So because they they chit chat with you because, you know, they're old people and they're chit chatty and fun, but you're like <laughs> tired and just want a snack or a drink. And like, you're just, I'm just trying to check my bag, dude. <laughs> you're like, please leave me alone. All I want to do is crash. Oh, I, I love no, I loved the going into those when, when growing up. I loved going into yeah. those because we could always because get those really crappy food. nachos. Yes. Like the fake cheese that now I absolutely despise. It's disgusting. Really? Yeah, it's gross. Ick. You're lame. Nuh-uh. No, I have taste now. Do you remember the Velveeta cheese mom would get from, I think she yes. get from. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Seth so loves good. that stuff. I remember one time mom bought the number 10 can, like the big cans of nacho mm-hmm. cheese. And that was the best thing ever. Oh, so good. Oh, I just dipped my finger. I can't in it. eat very much of it though. The sodium, there's so much sodium, man. It's just so like you just feel like gross after. You're like, like nah. nah. <laughs> well, I, I do. It. I love it. I'm like, I feel my veins clogging, my arteries clogging yeah, with cholesterol. Right, right. <laughs> I feel the heart attack. Yeah. No travel. Oh my goodness. I think of there's so many. I'm trying to think of other other the travel worst, things. The most stressful one. Um, when I traveled alone with Marianne oh. one time, um, oh, flying yeah. from college, uh, back home and Marianne was, you know, like eight months, nine months old yeah. and I'm traveling alone with her and I, the connecting flight was in Denver and then I didn't have a very long layover in between flights. Right. And so I literally got off the plane and was running with her in like the baby carrier. (laughs) And I'm, you know, I've got the diaper bag. I've got my carry on. I've got my purse. I've got the baby in the baby carrier and I'm booking it across the airport trying to catch the train, you know, the little, the subway trains to get to the other terminal. You you were um, at Denver, you said? Yeah. Yeah. That's the the worst. To go catch my flight because it was in another, it was at another gate on the opposite side of the airport. Oh my gosh, so stressful. And then when I had sat, I sat down and was waiting at a gate and I put her down on the floor with a blanket and I had packed like freeze-dried strawberries because they melt in her mouth, right? So I didn't have to worry about right. her choking. And she, I was like, sure, you can play at the bag because it's crinkly and that's entertaining for little people, okay? They don't want to play with the toys. They want to play with trash. And so she was playing with it and then she started shaking it and I guess I didn't seal it all the way and poof! Freeze-dried strawberries go everywhere. Into the air, there's this pink cloud. Strawberries all over the carpet, all over the waiting area at that gate. And I was just like, are you freaking kidding me? And of course, then she starts trying to eat them off the floor. I'm like, that's disgusting. You don't... (laughs) hundreds of thousands of people have been through here so I'm trying to keep her from eating it off the floor and I'm trying to clean it up and I'm getting death stares from people because there's some did you know do you know that there are some people in this world I've seen videos I've seen TikToks of these people make TikToks basically saying that kids shouldn't be allowed to fly 
Like children, I've seen that crap. Should not be allowed on airplanes. Like it's so they're annoying. so right. Like people. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I mean, people posting videos when they're on an airplane and oh, of the screaming there's kid, there's a kid and- screaming, and they're like, "This kid has been screaming for all three hours." Like, I want my money back. That parent, blah blah blah, and I'm just like, first of all, so stupid. It is hard so stu- enough being a parent in our society because we're incredibly isolated, right? Like, we're so isolated. The world does not cater to parents and that parent is way more stressed out than you because they're trying to calm that kid down and they know that everyone's judging them and angry and some kids just won't be just will not be comforted like you can't yeah like they they might have it you know their ears might be aching they might be hungry overtired they're scared i mean and then the parents obviously exhausted. It's just the lack of empathy that some people have is really astounding to me. I hate it's that. Like, parents, it's, so- it's a public space. Like just because you choose to have a child-free life does not mean you are entitled to every space you enter to be child-free. Right, right. I know uh, one thing that's so stupid is is when a kid's having a tantrum or you know making a lot of noise – and people like control your child and it's like you did the same thing when you were a kid i truly truly never in my life have i seen a screaming kid a t- toddler specifically and been like oh my gosh can you like do something with them no i always go oh man the poor parent like they must be embarrassed i hope like i feel bad for him you know mm-hmm. um and if it's ever a baby like a little baby i'm like oh the poor baby you know i feel bad for the baby um but only I've only ever had one flight where there was a kid screaming and he screamed like a lot and for a long time. And I just was like, oh, just put my earbuds in and watch my movie or whatever. If, right. if you're worried about that, bring freaking noise canceling ear, earphones or whatever. Yeah, like, exactly. It's it's so dumb. It's so it's it's ridiculous. And I, I saw a video, a TikTok literally a couple days ago. And this girl was like. She videotaped it and she's talking. She's like, oh my gosh, like this is so dumb. I want my money back. They shouldn't have brought their kid. And then someone stitched the video and they're like, you know what? How about next time you take your private jet? Oh, you don't have one? Oh, you don't have one like the other late? Yeah, shut up. It's just like, yeah, like it's a public space. It's a public space. And having been the stressed out parent who's trying to travel with a child, like, and and having being somebody who since becoming a parent has developed social anxiety it's just it's already hard enough to like mm-hmm. get out of the house to take a kid with you and the million things you have to take with you especially like if you're not a breastfeeding parent right I know. and you have to all the the formula and the bottles that's another thing going through security Oh my gosh, like the the struggle, like, and it depends, it really depends on the TSA agent you have because some people, like I was traveling, when I traveled with Marianne, they let me take the water through because I was like, listen, this is my water for my formula for my baby. But I've seen other people post videos where the TSA was like, I don't care. Like, so dumb. Th- this woman had breast milk, okay? Breast milk that they- she'd pumped and that stuff, when you are a pumping mom, it is a lot of work, okay? You are right. going through a lot of work to try to provide that for your baby. And the guy was like, it has to be frozen. Like That's if it was so frozen, you could take it through. But it's not frozen, so you can't bring it. She's like, this is, this is, for, like, what? what? Oh my gosh. It's just. And you want to know, you want to know what's stupid is you can bring water 
and mil- like you can bring those things through TSA, but like you said, the agent depends. It goes, do they want to test it? Because they can test every, mm-hmm. they can test it all. They have all these different, right. you know, chemistry tests, shall we say. Um, and I've seen them do it. And I've seen people bring water through and they're like, oh, oops, I forgot about it. And I've seen the TSA agent just like not do anything with the bottle and just give it back. I've seen them test it. Um, they basically, they just have a person drink it real quick, see if they explode. Uh, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's so silly. And you want to know what's crazy? And I'm, I'm not going to act like I know the facts as I don't remember them. But they talked about how ineffective TSA actually is and how much money mm-hmm. they spend on it. I, w- I think it was Joe Rogan. I was watching his podcast or listening to his podcast forever and someone was talking about it and listing off all the stats of how often they test these guys and how they consistently fail. Basically, someone sneaks through a weapon or something and how easy it is for it to actually get through or uh-huh. some sort of substance that shouldn't be uh, you know, allowed through. And uh, But how often they stop people. I remember... I got stopped for some reason and uh, they like took me into a different room and, and like. Oh, wow. Like, You've been taken to another room. That's never happened to me. They checked. Yeah, they checked. They checked me out. You know, I was like, whoa, they, buddy. they pat you no. down. <laughs> I have been uh, when I was in Spain, I got the Bodegos and I got stopped by police officer. It was it was actually the coolest thing ever. I know this is side thing, but we, we were ta- talking to this group of kids and they're all, you know, smoking weed, I assume. They were, I don't know, I think they were, they were, you know, shouldn't have been there. Anyway, I kid you not, Virginia, it was out of a movie. There's like two random people with their kid, you know, on a bike. And then they mm-hmm. just turn and like rip open their coats and pull out guns. And we got, we got like sting operation. There were like 30 cops. Oh, uh, they were that, cops. That came out of or, or some sort of agent, you know, not DEA, but you know, something like that. And uh, they were people who were literally dressed as civilians, like around us, that I had seen for hours, just standing no around. Way. And, they and then did suddenly a, they whip out these weapons, and they're like, "Get on the ground!" ground. Yeah, every I'm serious, and oh my I couldn't believe it. And I was constantly checking my pockets because I wanted to make sure no one slipped anything in. So I like right, tried like to no hold drugs. my pockets. And uh, a ton of kids got arrested and busted. And kids were throwing crap, like, immediately, like, oh, shoot. And, uh, yeah, we got searched. And I guess it's different because, you know, if I'm just there, I could I could probably be like, oh, no, my rights, you know, in the U.S., no, my rights, whatever, don't search me and whatever. <laughs> but, dude, it was like they didn't even ask questions, man. They came up. They, like, held us all there. And then when they searched us, like, they searched us, like, hands in my pants, feeling my, my – around my pee-pee and my <laughs> – <laughs> check my butt crack like they didn't they didn't insert anything but they they were feeling like they they were thorough yes it was so weird in front of a ton of people too i was just searched like right there um luckily they didn't like take my pants off that would have been worse but um yeah it was crazy um yeah that's it's still funny that they that that happened to me but um back to back to airports it's really the Denver airport's massive. Like, if you haven't been to the Denver airport and been to the whole thing and had to go from different terminals, it's I'm huge. pretty sure it's the second largest airport in the world for uh, total space. Not not like capacity of people, but uh, like how much land it takes up. 
Okay. It's twice it's twice the size of the second largest airport in the United States. Wow. Which I believe is Fort Dallas Fort Worth. Um, I always look at all these things because Pe- people always the conspiracy the- theory is there's like li- the lizard people are there. I don't know if you've heard that or not. That's like the whole no, thing. No, I they haven't have heard these... that the lizard people are there, but I've heard that they're that the, that Tunnels is where and... like the president, one of the president's like safe bunkers yeah. is. There's so... yeah, there's a bunch of because there's a bunch of like unused tunnels and stuff. Basically, a bunch of stuff they made that we quote unquote don't use, and they're like, what is mm-hmm. this? Why is this here? But uh, yeah, it's huge. It's massive. Um, has the largest runway in the U.S. And it's funny because it, they basically say like it's unnecessary. Like it's way too big than it needs to be because I don't even think it's in the top five for um, most traffic. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Dallas-Fort Worth and Atlanta and JFK yeah, get more. Yeah, we're just spitting out random facts that probably totally, are yeah. facts. Totally, so. yeah. Um, from uh, <laughs> the, the Quibbler. <laughs> Harry, Harry Potter. <laughs> the Quibbler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, I, I want to make I want to make a podcast or, or or be a TikTok because I have my secondary TikTok account and just make up random stuff be like a per- purposely incorrect person. Did you know? <laughs> like share Did all you? this fake stuff because people will believe it. People oh, will. I I guarantee we've said things on this podcast. We're like, dude, I saw this go TikTok. It said this and it's totally made up, totally lied. <laughs> so and, not uh, true. The four people that listen to us are like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, totally, totally crazy. Um, travel, yeah. I don't think I've ever had. Oh, have you ever? I remember. Um, I remember when we went out to Utah. This was like one of the first big trips to Utah. I remember, and we flew out of Kansas City for some reason. And they had snow and we got stuck on the tarmac for a few hours because they were trying to spray yeah, out the... Yeah, we were stuck on the plane for like two yeah. and a half hours. It was like yeah. Christmas time. It was it Christmas, was Christmas time, time because we, were going we for went Christmas. up to like the microphone, us kids yeah. went up to the microphone and we sang Christmas songs like yeah. over the intercom to the whole Wait, plane. really? And then everybody... You don't I remember don't... that? I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, no, we went up to the intercom and we sang Christmas songs over the intercom to the whole plane and everybody was singing and because everyone was obviously super grumpy, super pissed because we're so late and leaving and obviously people are going to miss all their connecting flights, blah, blah, blah. It's Did this winter. actually happen? de-ice the plane. Yes. And we all, wow. and us kids, our family started singing Christmas songs <laughs> and got everybody singing. And then it turned into like this, like pretty like happy experience where those are people yeah. were in a lot better moods. And it was just like a beautiful Christmas spirit. Uh, That's moment, cool. Like from a I like, movie. I like when people come together in cases like that, you know, mm-hmm. in the movies, you all see it. They sing a song. It's always so cool. Um, but that's funny. I don't remember that at all. You know what I do remember? I remember the seats were brown and like they were like a like so a tan random. A, they were like tan brownish color and I remember just hitting the that was my I don't know if that was my first time oh, on a plane but you it was would the always first, hit the call button for the flight attendant to go <laughs> and I I was always getting the cookie the like the shortbread yeah, type cookies you, you would you would eat your snack and then you'd press it again and be like more snacks like, yeah pretty much nonstop. and it's so funny because attendant. yeah that I'm sure they probably thought it was cute but the sad part is you, you always think cute yeah, of course that was so cute. Um, but then on top of that, it's like they do this all day, every day, and I feel like they're just like, Ugh. yeah, I think about that, right. you know? Yeah, there you go. Um, this guy, oh my gosh. Yeah, but uh, 
yeah, this poor flight attendants. I think of how many I've how many flight attendants I've had who are just total jerks and then flight attendants that are super fun and they make the job fun and they're silly or they like Mm -hmm. do jokes and stuff. And uh, I love it. Like, I'm like, if you're going to do it, do it like, you know, make it fun. And uh, my flight attendant from this past week, he was he was so cool. He was so funny. Um, (laughs) And I sat in the exit row because in Southwest, I always sit in the exit row uh, because people are people are so dumb when they file into a plane. They always take the window and the aisle seat and they will walk mm-hmm. all the way back to make sure that they get one of those. And I think it's stupid that we load and then people sit in the front like we should load from the back of the plane and you walk to the front of the plane. I hate uh-huh. that. I don't want to get on that. That's another thing I hate. And I'm like, it's just so stupid. And then people stand up and they just stand when it's the offloading. I'm like, you're not going to get off any faster. You just clog the aisle. <laughs> And one time I was in Denver and I had like one a 20 of those minute people l- that hate it when people stand up. Well, some people like they're ready to stretch their legs. Hold on. And so Hold on. as I soon get as that. the plane that's fine. is that's on fine. the ground, that's fine. That's fine. they stand. People can stand. People can stand, but don't get up and get your bag down. And it's just silly. And I remember I was in Denver and this is not a joke. They announced when we got to the, they said, guys, we have two passengers who have it was 15 or 20 minutes they say who have 15 minute layovers oh right. and they said so, like, they need do to get not and go. get out of your seat unless you are those two passengers yeah one of those passengers was me and it took me 10 minutes to get off the damn plane because everybody got up and didn't care and are you they, serious? they literally said no one else had like long lay or like no one else needs rush they literally said you guys are fine that we have two passengers who have connecting flights that have to get off right now they yeah, should have just, just wait. They should have let us just stand up before we parked. And uh, I sprinted in the Denver airport, had to take the train, and I made it with like – At least you didn't have two, a kid. Yeah, I made it with – okay, your your story's <laughs> better. But I made it with like a minute or two left. They Like I heard the announcements. They're like, Wesley Bradley, your gate is closing, you know. Oh my gosh, the panic. I would be panicking. <gasps> Wait! Like, oh my gosh, it's a nightmare. Yeah. It's a nightmare for me. I realized – I've actually had quite a few layovers and delays and oh you know what on that Kansas that Kansas City trip um we made it to Denver and got stuck and had to spend the night at a hotel you remember mm-hmm. that yeah, yeah I also remember that was the trip that we got to the airport when we were loading up I said oh no I didn't bring a coat mind you we're going to Utah during the winter and I went I didn't bring a coat you forgot a coat oh I bet dad was pissed. oh dad was pissed but guess who brought two coats mom no you did i brought two coats one was purple and i wore that purple coat and we went snow skiing and that was our our first time snow skiing and i wore your purple coat with the fuzz on the front and i still remember this this day this guy in a gray jacket bumped into me while i was putting on my skis (laughs) and he goes excuse me miss and i just looked up at him and was like and you were so you were so mad. You were, I remember I was like, that. I'm a dude. <laughs> oh, you know what? You're welcome. Look at me. Oh. I was overprepared. I was inspired to bring two coats. Whatever. Yeah, Because you were I not knew inspired. that you were going to slack off and forget. You know yeah, what? Whatever. What is it with men and women always picking up after them and having to overcompensate? Oh, my gosh. Or are men smart for being like, hey, I can slack off and the women will compensate. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't do that anymore. Let me tell you, okay? Oh, poor Seth. Oh, poor Seth. No, <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. 
totally kidding. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Travel. I remember I was flying home from EFY in Idaho and they had a delay for my plane leaving Boise and I couldn't make my collecting flight. It was the last one in Salt Lake. So I had to stay the night at uh, Uncle Chuck's, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. And they worked it all wow. out. Now get this though. This was this was old school. You ready? I didn't have a phone. So I had to use a pay phone. Yeah. That's right, Jenny. Oh. Have you ever used a pay phone? <laughs> yes, right. I did. <laughs> don't me, don't give just, me the little head bob. Look let at me you. brush my shoulders off. Yes, right. I've used a pay phone before. Okay. For those of you um, who don't know what a pay phone is, so basically... <laughs> <laughs> You have to pay to use a phone, yeah. and there's a cord that attaches the the yeah, cord. head the the phone to the yeah. machine where the Tool. numbers are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember our landline. I remember our landline that was on the wall with In the, the kitchen? big cord. Yep, the big old cord and everything. And I remember when the phone would ring. I, re I remember when we I got, got the it. wireless phones. I, got it. I remember how big a deal when we got the wireless phones with the like two different ports. Like one was in mom and dad's room, one was in the living room, and how we would race to get the phone first when it would ring, be like, "I'll answer it." And I'll the one in the it. the one in mom's room was on uh, dad's side dad's of the bed. Side. Mm -hmm. And you would run into the room and dive over the bed. <laughs> <laughs> to reach to the, phone. To the phone. Um and I just I I remember do you remember how we'd answer the phone as kids? Oh my gosh. Hello, this yes. is the Bradley's residence. May I ask who's calling? Yeah. Hi, this is the Bradley the Bradley family or the Bradley yeah. Yeah, I'd Bradley always say home. the Bradley's residence. I I don't know you that's would do just the what I'd say. Resident what were you? I'm I don't know. I, I feel butler? like that's what we said. And uh This is the Bradley residence. Yeah, I'd, or, we'd be like, Hi, this is the Bradley's mask who's calling. Yep, mask who's calling. And they're like, just Yeah, in you that can voice. ask. Okay, who's calling? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, the good old days. That's crazy. Having a phone and then I just remember it was always you would always run for it and then it'd be like, I got it. Or someone we'd pick it up at the same time. I got it. Yeah, on the other end of the <laughs> the other end, yes. Yeah, I remember we had the two silvery phones that were the the portable ones, and then we had the black one in the kitchen that hung on the wall, and mm -hmm. uh, which is always with better because you can twiddle with the cord because it was curly, mm -hmm. and you could you could uh, like the go around cord. the kitchen. Uh, like out and not into the living room, but you could kind of around the wall of the kitchen into the living yeah. room. Yeah. To so try if someone to like, was in the kitchen, you mm -hmm. could do that. Have a little bit of privacy. <laughs> wow. And now we're just texting. Now we just text. Oh, and then I remember mom uh, or whoever I spoke to, like they couldn't call me back. So they had to call the airport and leave a message. And then the, the airport would then like call me up and talk to me or something. Yeah. yeah it was crazy. How do people survive? Huh? How do people survive? Dude, can you imagine? Now, excuse me. No, imagine what it was like when you just had to send did letters. You toot? No, I burped. I heard it. Okay. <laughs> I burped. Play it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was um when people just had would have to send letters and then wait for months to receive a letter in response. Like, dude, that's nuts. We are so in it's such the instant gratification generation. And if I and send you a message. more and more and more so. If I send you a message and you don't respond in a minute, I'm like, I know you're not doing anything. 
Like, I, what? <laughs> freaking <laughs> respond. Not like you're hanging out with somebody. Just text me back. <laughs> um, I have people yelling at me constantly, okay? Actually, I read this study. I didn't actually read the study, but I read, <laughs> I listened to people talking about this study. <laughs> this there study. it is. There it is. <laughs> and they said it, they heard it from somebody else. No, no, this is real. This is real. This is real. Basically saying that being a stay-at-home parent is one of the most stressful jobs aside from when you look at cortisol levels. Stop it. He's pretending to sleep. <gasps> Shut up. No, listen. You know what? You don't even have to listen because I'm talking to other people right now. So I'm talking to the listeners. All three of them. (laughs) (laughs) No, that being a stay-at-home parent is one of the most stressful jobs when you look at cortisol levels, which is like essentially like the stress hormone, right? It's like Lysol. And all of the – no, what? what? (laughs) And all of the the factors that cause cortisol levels to be high. So lack of control – being constantly interrupted, having people be incredibly dependent on you, <laughs> high emotional needs. And so people, they're like, so being a parent and being like working in like uh, an emergency room, you know, like very similar right. in stress levels because of the, the, the out of control, constantly changing, um, the high emotions, right? And so... <laughs> And and so I felt pretty validated. Uh, you know, I felt I felt validated because it's like I'm yes, happy for you. this is this is I do get very stressed out because Virginia, me, me, Virginia, um, I thrive when I can start something and finish it. Right? I don't like being interrupted. Okay, it kills the momentum, kills the motivation instantly. And guess what? When you have small people, when you have short people, you are constantly interrupted. And so it will take wow. you four Way days to, to finish the laundry. Wow! Way to hate on people who are short. Way to hate on people who are uh, short. So if a guy is five seven, that's why girls are like, oh my gosh, short guy. I'm five seven. Okay, it's. <laughs> I don't exactly. think that's no. short. <laughs> no, that's funny though. I mean, think about it. Imagine you're at the office. So all right, let's set the picture, okay, for those of you who have jobs. If any of you do, um, hopefully, hopefully y'all do. Uh, so imagine you're you go into work, and you're riding the elevator, and your coworker next to you poops themselves. <laughs> and they ask you to take you to the bath, take them to the bathroom, change their diaper, and their while you're their changing butt. their diaper, one of your other coworkers starts screaming and crying at you because they're hungry. So then you're like, "Well, hold on, let me finish taking care of this one," and I'll come over there. And then, you know, you leave your other coworker to go, you know, do some paperwork, and you're feeding the other one, and then the other one hurts themselves. So now you got to take care of this because they accidentally stapled their finger. And it's just the whole day. But mind you, you have stuff to get, get done. You know, you got paperwork. Yeah, you have and- things to get done. And so you sit down and you start to respond to some emails, right? You start to do your work, work on your project. And every two minutes, not even five minutes, every two minutes, okay, your coworker pops over the side of your cubicle and is like, hey, what are you doing? Do you want to go? Hey, I really need help with this. I need you to help me do this. And I want you, like, you need to sit down right next to me and do this with me. And you're like, okay, sure. So you go and you help them for a little bit. You're like, all right, you got it. Yeah, okay, it's fine. And you get up to go and they're like, wait, no. And then you, so you finally you know, 30 minutes later, get to go sit back down and start to respond to that email again. And then another one pops back over. 
I'm hungry. Like, can you go to the office, like the break room and get me a snack? Like I'm starving. And then you bring them a snack and they're like, no, I don't want that snack. I want the other snack. And so then you go back and you get it. You get the banana Mm -hmm. and you bring it back. And they're like, Seems easy. Peel it for me. And and, so, and by the so end of the easy. day, by the end of the day, you might have responded to one email. So we should do a test. We should find a random office and be like, hey, can I come here and act like a ch- one of y'all's child for the day and just see? <laughs> <laughs> and just see. Okay. Did you know? So this is, it's kind of related, but my brain just works so quickly. It's related. Okay. Whatever. Um, In Iceland. Okay. In Iceland. <laughs> They have this day called, what was it, the Longest Friday? Basically, all the women in the country went on strike, okay? So they didn't work, they didn't cook, they didn't clean, they didn't do any childcare. All the women, they they just went on strike. Because, And I hear men all the time being like, if women didn't go to work, the world would keep turning. But if men stopped going to work, the world would end, right? False. Falsehoods, okay? So the women, all the women were like not doing anything did not this is legit bro this is legit sure happened is. in iceland i'm gonna look this up they these the women went on strike in iceland and everything fell apart the entire country stopped because the men they, they they had to they had to take care of the kids they were trying to take their kids to work they couldn't get their jobs done all like and so then um they changed Basically, they enacted change and were able to, the women were able to get basically a more equal distribution or, or more, um, I don't know if it's paid leave or, I can't remember exactly what the results were from the strike, but they went on, all the women together in the country in solidarity went on strike and that enacted change. And it, now it's called like the longest Friday or something. Swear to God. Are you looking that up? Yeah, it said 90% of the women uh, would demonstrate it, which is impressive. Ni- I mean, imagine 90% taking of an entire country. I mean, country. Iceland, it's like what, Arkansas? I mean, <laughs> like now, the population. I'm a realist, so I understand anyone who says the world would be fine. Listen, if anyone, if all women or all men stopped working, it's going to be a shit show because half the more than half the workforce is women so like you're stupid hospitals are going to be destroyed like you're done you know what i mean um schools like your kids I, would have no teachers yeah like that's that's obvious i i think people look at it, they're like well if we were to replace all the women who worked with men like it'd be fine i think that's still silly but yeah it's like yeah the world would the world would fall apart but that's crazy imagine 90 percent and the lady's name i don't know if she's the one who organized it or she was the president. I don't know. Her name's Vigis Finbogadotter. Don't don't stop. <laughs> don't try. <laughs> don't try. Her name's v- v- Vigis v- Vigidis. Yeah. Wow. That's actually interesting. I'll have to read more about that. Um, wow. Women stuff around. That's crazy. Um, man, can you imagine? <laughs> that'd be nuts oh wow i think about that like i just created I a talking, lot of appreciation i bet i bet man i was talking to skylar and jordan the other day and and my two my two work buddies uh old work buddy they're Wait, still my you buddies. have you, sp- you have, have friends? friends i have friends <laughs> i have plenty of friends and uh we were talking about that and and uh 
they were talking about little arguments they've had or things and and you know one of them has a baby a new baby and and now they're like yeah i do i do all the cooking and i do most of the clean when i'm home and i was like wow that's awesome you know my sister would love you um <laughs> Meaning just like, you know, I'm like, hey, you and then, you know, if they're like, oh, that's the bare freaking the clean- minimum, the bare freaking minimum. He cooks, for- he would cook and clean for himself if he didn't have. Wow. A you're looking. Oh, my gosh. What? Oh, dude, calm down. His wife just had a baby. They have a newborn baby. His wife just gave birth. And he's like, yeah, I, I cook and I clean. And I'm pretty. Right. I'm pretty amazing. Like, give me uh, a freaking break. Listen, a man should be able to come home kick off his shoes, put on the football game, and be like, yo, sandwich, now, drink, beer. Is the laundry done? No? Go do it. Yeah, that's what I'm... (laughs) Ginny's glare, she's just giving... She's like, you just burning it, just like cooking it in my brain. No, I... uh, Yeah, that's... Sometimes I think about it. Like, man, we really... Really is all crazy. You know? But uh, I'll tell you what. Cooking and cleaning ain't that bad, Jenny. No. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding. Oh my gosh. It, you know, down. it really isn't. No, it isn't. It's not. When you're not interrupted it's, constantly. It's you're right. You know what? I'll tell you what. That would that would really piss me off if I was doing dishes and I had to stop every 10 seconds. Oh man, that'd be so annoying. Or or stop somebody from, you know, licking the you know, day old soup from the bottom of the dishwasher that you know. <laughs> trying to grab the knife that you just put in the dishwasher i mean yeah no no because i've I've started uh cleaning um more for uh to earn a little bit of money on the side which actually you know i've realized that it's actually a very i i excel at it why because i'm a perfectionist and being a perfectionist when you're cleaning is a good thing because that means you have satisfied customers, okay? When you're a perfectionist, right. when you're cleaning. But in other forms of work, it's a death sentence, okay? Because you will never be perfect at whatever it is that you're doing in other forms of job. But in cleaning, you can get pretty darn near clear, pretty pretty close. Anyway, um, and it's not, it doesn't really feel like work to me. You know why? Because I get to leave and put in headphones because I go, I don't take my kids I do it when Seth is you know he's home from work on the weekend or in the evenings or when he's working from home one day and I get to go and do that and I don't have the kids with me so I can put in a headphone and listen to an audiobook or music for a few hours uninterrupted and finish a task that I mean like the happy hormones that are happening on the brain because you think about it the happy hormones that you get a reward when you complete a task right like you get a reward from that. And so the fact that I can't get a single task accomplished during the day and I look at my day, I'm like, I was so busy all day. I was I was running around so busy. It's like, what did I actually accomplish? Nothing. I didn't Nothing. finish anything because I was <laughs> – and, and it's just the most so, – it's so crushing. Okay, actually, in all seriousness, is why postpartum you know, depression is a serious problem. That That is one thing that people don't, people don't realize is like how important – your brain looks at or, or how important it is to you to finish something because like when I was going through therapy and and uh basically said like if you can work a task work your butt off and you know make yourself exhausted and not see results you know basically imagine working mm-hmm. all day and not getting paid and you can do that consistently and like make yourself do that like that's impressive and that's act- it's good in the sense of you will learn to be able to 
not need the gratification or the, the affirmations that comes from comes from mm -hmm. it, right? You did half the laundry, you loaded half the dishwasher, and you cleaned half the house. Husband comes home and goes, laundry isn't done, dishwasher or kitchen isn't clean, house isn't clean, you didn't do anything, right? Which I feel like is probably something that happens a lot. People like, like not in yeah. my house, thankfully, because I well, actually have a loving. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking. Yeah, hey, you well, don't I'm, worry. Your hey, your marriage. Is hold on. Stop. Stop. It. I'm talking. <laughs> your your marriage is perfect, Virginia. I know. You just you got it all put together. So anyway, for those who aren't as amazing and perfect as Virginia, um, <laughs> it's not me. And it's not. It's not me. <laughs> it's the angel man I'm married to. Oh, sorry. Virginia does leave the house half cleaned, but it's the <laughs> the guy doesn't come. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I think that is one thing is because I went I went through that with a job where I was struggling basically because I, I I needed to be able to do it without accomplishing anything. And it's like I was accomplishing things, but like if I didn't – I was in sales, door-to-door -door sales. And it's like if I worked the whole day and didn't get a sale, that whole day was wasted, right? That's how it was – that's how it's viewed yeah, by anybody, right? I mean imagine. That's how it's viewed by anybody. You wasted that day, mm -hmm. but you didn't. You can't think of it like that because guess what? The next day, you could go and you could make 10 sales. And if you average five, boom, you made up for it. Um, yes, yeah, so that's tough being able to, you know, you have to be able to separate that completion versus, I don't want to say reward, but, you know, basically that good feeling, hey, you're being produ productivity versus completion. You can be productive and not complete it. And it doesn't yeah. mean that that product, uh, the time you spent being productive was a waste mm -hmm. of time. Um, right. But well, and oh, yeah, and that and that's a huge thing. At least for me, with parenting, has been learning to, hey, you kept them alive, you read them stories, <laughs> they're still breathing, like, entertain them, you you fed them, you you made you know three meals and five snacks, like you 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 played Those are pretty with good them. numbers. You Those are pretty good um, numbers. oh, <laughs> <laughs> and and so it's like looking at it that way of like okay. Even though you look around at the house and you're like, I didn't get anything done today or whatever it is that I would like to get done for myself. It's like, wow, I didn't get a chance to shower or I didn't get a chance to exercise or whatever. But you look at the the things that you did do and being able to see that and validate yourself enough for that and be like, look at what I did accomplish. Right. And I'm not very good at it, but I'm working on it. Yeah. Because I, yeah. you know, we grew up in a, Spotless I say a home. workaholic. A what? Spotless home. Like it just always seemed clean. Yeah. Well, we did. We did. We cleaned the entire house every single week. Every okay? single every, week. Every single week. Every Saturday, the entire house got cleaned. Mom cooked three meals a day. We had a giant garden. We had tons. We, we, we lived on, you know, a small little homestead farm type of a thing. So we had lots of animals to take care of. Mom exercised every single day without fail. For like two hours, not like For we're two, not talking the the ten minutes of ten yoga. minute mom walk. Not that that's bad, you know, it's good, but it's like she's working out, lifting weights. Yeah, she like, would go, she would go walk six miles and then come home and lift weights for an hour. Okay, like she exercised, took care of a garden, made three meals a day, homeschooled us, ran the the, the farm. I mean, and had a clean house. Pretty sure she's an alien. She. <laughs> Like, what the heck? How, but then again, I'm like, okay, but this was when I was old enough 
to recognize those things. This, okay, so this I didn't was, get to see her when uh-oh. Janessa and John Michael were, were babies. three and one, right? Like at the stage that I'm at, technically. It right makes now. you so wonder. Like, and and when mom, you know, we talked to mom, and mom's like, "Oh, I struggled." I'm like, "No, you didn't." What is that? Lies. Mom, it was mom would wake up in the morning and go, "Do I want to do it today?" Yeah, I got it. And she'd be like, yeah, I struggle. Like that was her, you know, that 10 second, that two second, <laughs> hmm, do I want to do it? I Sometimes I look at it and I'm just like, how? Uh, how did she do it? Dude, I don't know. And, I, and I sometimes mean, I wonder, I'm like, why don't, like, has resilience truly gone down in generations? Yes. Like since, yes, since that it generation has, has I hate myself truly gone down? And I, or is it, or is it not just like, because there's lots of factors, right? So is it, oh, just these new generations just you know snowflakes or whatever don't have a lot of resilience or is it it seems as if we have less resilient because the struggles and the difficulties we're facing are different and make it more difficult to be out there and they're out there like people talk about it more it's public Whereas right, right. So, so mom lots wasn't of people posting. struggled, yeah, and 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 mom, mom did struggle. I mean, when we moved from away from her family, and she had right, no friends and no family, she was incredibly depressed. She missed the mountains. She, all the things, right? So she did have times of struggle. We just were too young to really recognize that, and too self-absorbed as you are as a kid. Oh, you're and a kid, so, yeah. And but people didn't talk about it. So like it was happening, people didn't talk about it. But like studies do show that like depression, anxiety, all those things are on the rise. Like that yeah. it has definitely increased. So it did exist before, but it's definitely more now. But it's like, is it just more because because uh, generations are you know soft or lazy, or is it more because of the different elements that exist? In it's, people's lives now, like social media and it's the, having it's the so much information and the news and everything, because we're just we're. Di- I I truly don't believe that we are that we were meant to scroll on our phones and see a video of cats, you know, being super silly and ridiculous and laughing our heads off, and then scroll and see a video of somebody dying from cancer, and then scroll and see a video about somebody talking about their abuse. And, and then assault. someone twerking. And then, and then and then scroll down a video and yeah, and see somebody twerking and doing a stupid dance. Like and see all of those way different emotional things, experience all those deep emotions within the span of, you know, two minutes. Like 30, I don't 30 know if seconds. we're thirty seconds, yeah. Um, I don't know if we're if we're really meant for that, to be able to no. do that and thrive. Or and and, and the fact that we have because of the visibility of social media, like before it was just, do I fit in and with my small community, my family and my small community? And you you, you worried about the opinions and the issues within your sphere and it was a lot smaller. But now we see the whole freaking world. We see all different yeah. parts of the country. And so now it's like, okay, well, are you fitting into and are you bothering people? Like, can the I say- answer is yes. Yes, because there's no way you can possibly live and make everybody happy. And yes. I know that that for me was has been a like a realization of why I was having so much anxiety. Just realizing mm-hmm. like, no matter what I do, someone's going to be mad at me. Because yep. when you see so many different opinions – and everyone 
is so passionate because they see things from their perspective, like you're going to, someone's going to disagree with you. Someone's going to be mad at you. And I just don't know if we were truly meant to try to live. What? Jeez. Oh my gosh. It was like a 45 minute tangent. <laughs> Not Drew. <laughs> Let's, okay. No, let me say something real quick. Um, okay. Yeah. Good job. Now, what I was sh- saying. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever growing up, can I say something? Dad would go, you just said it. You just said it. Okay. Yeah, you just did. Can, can I, I, ask, can a I question? ask you a question? You just did. You just did. <laughs> Yep, that was the only one you get. Okay. No, so you're definitely right. Like we weren't meant – that's not how our brains are wired, right? We're not meant for that. And something I learned um, in therapy was back in the day, I'm talking, you know, 200 plus years ago, not even that long, but um, life was simple, right? I mean it was – you basically you basically provided for your family, right? You know, way back when it was you had your source of gathering food, whether that was you're a hunter or, or a grower, right? You do farming. And the things you could get anxious about were, do I have food? Do I have water? Am I going to stay warm? And am I going to get sick? Right? I mean, that was, that was that was at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Am I protected from the elements, from right. animals, the simple, dangers? The basic needs. And that was what you could get anxious about and depressed about. And now, right, most Americans, 95% of Americans, I don't know the hunger stats, but- 95% Americans, 99% of Americans have food, have shelter. And I actually don't think that though. I, I think we'd actually be pretty surprised at how food insecure a lot of households are. Right. And and I, I feel like, I, I, okay, 90%. I mean, it, I mean it's going to be- I'd say it, probably like 70. Okay. There's no way it's 70 because here's the thing. People are on food stamps and I'm not saying that's good or bad, but- People get food. I mean, people, I get it. I know there's people starving, but point being, most people- I, I was thinking more about like kids because I know a lot of people, I've, I've heard yeah. a lot of I'm friends with teachers. All right, and I've heard I get a lot it. I get it. Just, oh, whatever. I'm just 50%, saying. 50%. If we're going to make up matter. stats, at least try to make it close. All right, dude, it probably is. We'll figure this out later. Point being, people, most people, majority of people in the United States specifically, because not outside It's a lot easier to get those basic needs met. They have those basic needs met, but guess what? Now they're worried about all this stuff on social media and all the all these other added things that weren't around when our parents were younger. And people are like, oh, our generation, all the other generations were fine until this one. So is it our fault or is it our parents' fault? Oh, it's our parents' fault. It's the older generation. They screwed us up. And it's like, no, it's the how much has life changed in the last 50 years, in the last 100 years, right? I mean, we went from Just pretty much- in the last decade. In yeah. the last 15 years, the I evolution know. of the internet and social media and the cell phone, I mean, yep. the smartphone, That's, come on. That is the cause of, of it all. That is why depression and ADHD That's and anxiety. That's your hypothesis. No, it's it's definitely- It is fact. the cause of it. I'm a doctor. <laughs> I have a PhD from Harvard. No, um, but I mean, think about it. That's what it is. That's There's all these other factors. What my therapist, who has a PhD- did Told he me. actually have a PhD or just a master's? I'm pretty sure he just had a master's. All right. Why don't you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> but I'll wrap this up here and you can respond and then we can, you know, we'll talk about this more next week. But um, it's like there are, we grew up, you know, back in the day, there were four things that could cause anxiety and now there's a hundred, right? Basically, that's why mm-hmm. all these things are such more, you know, pr- so prevalent in our day. But. Okay. No. Yeah. 
here's so thank last you thing god we'll no. say before we end no no wait <laughs> thing i'll say before we end i so this last weekend we uh didn't have our kids it was Seth's birthday weekend and i arranged for the kids to be watched um and so we had a kid free weekend and we as we were going to go pick up the kids today we were just talking about how good we felt and how crazy it was basically how we felt back to our old selves like just like wow I just really feel like myself because I got enough sleep and all the like the mental energy that I needed to use just during the day to get by so much lower than when we have the kids right because when you have the kids, you're you're constantly thinking about all these different things and your mind is just taken up. And so I think it's so true that when you only have to worry about four things, okay, even they, they may be big things and important, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But when you only have to worry about four things versus 50, 100 things, it is so, there is a huge difference in your stress level, in your uh, mental capacity and mental energy and what you have left to give and I mean it is just it's so different it's so and like the difference is astounding and by the and way so when you only have to stress out about you know a few things uh, get, like we guess what about- Virginia those four things they're still there you know, you know what I'm saying like it's not like yeah we have different no no we have the exact same things plus more. You know what I mean? So those yeah. four, mm-hmm. the four big ones, guess what? I was talking to Nathan the other day and he was, cause he was talking about how his girlfriend is, you know, she, her parents take care of her a lot for school and stuff. And he's like, it's hard. Cause I am in control. I have to feed myself. I have to pay for myself. I have to pay for everything. And it's like all that stuff's still there and then tack it on, you know? And then all the other social pressures and, and modern modern things that we have to think about as well like it's that when you have to worry about all those things and the mental energy and the mental capacity and the stress like it adds up that's all that's all i was gonna say do you have a quote of the day i did it last week (laughs) (laughs) okay um quote of the day is i need by having been born of goodly parents That's a scripture. <laughs> well, the scripture, depending on who you ask. But uh, <laughs> Gee, Jenny, this is episode seven. Figure, I mean, come on. We got. Um, the, we have. We should. We're pros by now. Get it? Yeah. So is Virginia going to crack under pressure? She's going to crack. Yes, already did. Um, <laughs> quote. Literally, I can't think of a single quote. All right, I, I got it. I got it. Get your money up, not your funny up. No. <laughs> Get your money up, not your money up. There we go. Okay. So inspiring. Thank you for listening to Siblings Unhinged. Make sure to follow the podcast so you can listen to new episodes every Monday. Toodaloo. Bye.